0: Week 13, the fantasy football regular season enters its twilight hour, and good luck with your daily lineups, because the schedule is messed up. No Thursday night game, doubleheader Monday night, a Tuesday night game, and that's just when we record this episode. God knows what's going to change, but for right now, let's talk about week 13, and let's run up the score. You're listening to run up the score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to run up the score. For those about to rock, we salute you in this last fantasy week. The holy it's Donald here with Scott. I can't believe you missed a chance to drop
1: the witching hour. Mm. (laughs) And there's Tom. Hey, everybody. If you're out of the playoffs, it's the bitching hour. You get to say, ah, say, hey, I got the most points I should be in. (laughs) And
0: if you're on the bubble, it's time for the twitching hour. (laughs) You're just (laughs) line up check. (laughs) Oh, God. Who's going to play this week for the Ravens? Uh, (laughs) I hope hope sincerely that all of you out there uh, have at least one of your leagues clinched a playoff spot. Uh, For those of you still sweating it out, Ruts boys, this episode is easy going into week 13, fellas. Ruts boys 1 2 3 in our hometown league. In. Feels incredible. Well, I was talking specifically about the league that we co owned together. That is true. That is true. We are we are doing well in that league as well. I'm oh, yeah. kicking. It's been a good
1: year. But, and it's because of Antonio Gibson.
0: Yes, as as anybody who has Antonio Gibson would, hopefully he keeps up. He's got a tough matchup this week. We'll see. I'm only
1: not going to make the playoffs, maybe. In a dynasty with a team that truly died nasty this year.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice yeah. wordplay. I think Thank that you. I'll but miss. But I'm, in, in, I'm uh,
1: in everywhere else, and I'm ready, locked, rocked, and ready to Brock Lesnar.
0: Nice. I, so I, you're I, going to take steroids? Only going to miss, like, two. Maybe one. Actually, I have a chance to sneak into one of them. Yes, Don. Okay. So while Tom injects himself, let's talk about this uh, Sunday slate that we've got. I say Sunday specifically because there is no Thursday night game because it's about eight o'clock on Wednesday night and the Steelers and Ravens game just about finished up. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Can't believe like there were two more updates to that game when we recorded on Sunday. Yeah, and it was just brutal. Yeah, that, it's, so, pretty, it's um, just getting crazy. Congrats to them for playing the game. I don't know. We got to week 16, Yeah, fantasy fans. Let's just get through these next <laughs> 13, 14, 15, 16, and then I don't Forget care what happens. About it. It. Thank you, exactly. If there's so. no week 17, it will be no skin off of my back. The Sunday slate starts with Saints-Falcons. Scotty, you've got this signified as your shootout, which is a great pick. Yeah, I like this one because uh Taysom threw for two thirty last time and, and you hear that number near like two thirty, Scott, that's nothing. But for Taysom Hill, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, the it's... week after he threw for seventy-eight. So. Exactly. So so he gets this matchup back um He gets uh, another opportunity for Michael Thomas to have a big game, which he did in in the last one that they played here. And the Falcons offense, you know, I was scared to actually bench Matt Ryan where I had him. Uh, and It's not like he had a huge game, but Falcons go on to score 40 points sans Julio in this game. Yeah. So it makes me think that maybe they can put up some points. Saints defense has been playing well. They control the clock. But I think this one should be high scoring. I agree. I mean, listen, the Saints defense has not been tested in a couple of weeks now because of what they, what the Broncos were forced to trot out there. Uh, I guess it's more of a gallop if it's a Bronco <laughs> running out onto the field. But Still uh, the trot, I guess. yeah, I don't know. I like, I thought about this game as my shootout, and then I was just like, this game could easily be like, you know, this game could easily be 24 20 and just not that fun with like Taysom rushing for three touchdowns. Shut it down! Oh, we, sh- we shut down somebody, though.
1: Yeah, I'm shutting down big time. I'm shutting down the whole uh, Falcons backfield. Last time mm. I shut down Todd Gurley worked out tremendously, if you listen to me. Um, and even then, he wasn't terribly healthy, right? He only played 36% of snaps, had 26 rushing yards, and uh, three receiving yards. If you think he that... He catches no passes. Yeah, 100%. But if you think that... Ito Smith and Brian Hill are going to come in and just revamp that system as the running backs. It's not going to happen against New Orleans. We've mentioned that they've been great against the running back position. They've maintained that. Um, And price-wise, if you're looking at this for daily, which you should avoid these guys in daily anyway, um, this is a 6,000, girly being the maximum if he plays, 6,000 on DraftKings and 66 on FanDuel. The other guys are a little bit cheaper, so you can try to get cute, but I would avoid it and uh, stick around for some of the other ones we give you later on.
0: Especially if Gurley's out, because they just showed you that they're going to split the work, so you, mm-hmm. you're going I with the split backfield. I think especially if Gurley's in. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if Gurley's in, you know to not play him, but if he's out, now you just know to not play Brian Hill and
1: Edo Smith, which you normally wouldn't anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. None of them are good. Saints have not
0: allowed a 100-yard rusher in, I think, it's 55 games now. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Browns-Titans, the rare Browns versus a team with a winning record. We know how the last couple of games... Yeah, that's, uh, if any indication, they're going to lose, and probably in embarrassing fashion. However, uh, I believe... Did I put this as my shootout? I did. The Titans' defense is very bad. And yes, they played well against the colts last week but they were playing against an injured quarterback the only thing that's really hurt on baker mayfield right now is probably his ego yeah although it, that's tough to tell with him you're anyway You're not taking a shootout for the browns because of that you're picking it because of their run game which has been dominant yeah chubb looks incredible mm-hmm. since he's returned six yards per carry or something like that it's he's insane yeah he's 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 unbelievable
1: is that all we've got in this game, then, if it's a shootout? I'm surprised I'm, I'm scrolling the document. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, well, would you go back to the well with, on Jarvis here? I think he oh, gave you enough bastard. last week to try him. Draft Kings, I week. probably would, but probably not Fandle. I would need that extra half point about per about catch your for lineup, Jarvis. In your season-long lineup, I know you're trying to duck that answer. Same thing. <laughs> it just depends on the scoring. Yeah. Um, I probably have better options, half PPR, but I don't know about full. Especially yeah. if he's going to do what he did last week.
1: I mean, I have no problem with Kareem Hunt, who hasn't been amazing since Chubb went nuts, Uh, but I think he can still get his. Baker has missed him on easy, easy passes. That is something that Kareem Hunt makes his day on. So all he has to do is actually throw it to him, and I think Kareem Hunt will still have good games. Keep dreaming on that one. Mm -hmm.
0: I am going for the shortest amount of time being a fan of a team in my life. Like, I'm 100% jumping ship on the Browns. The the season. <laughs> I was like, like, I don't even know why I did it. I think it was just because I was like, they have to just figure out how to get Odell 13 touchdowns this year. They're winning games. but Yeah, not not in a fun way. I'd rather watch team that wins fun games, oh, like the about- Lions or the Bears. Oh, I'm sorry to be Miss. We're going Novak. back. We didn't we didn't uh, talk to Tom about Johnny Watch. Oh, Yes.
1: Uh, yeah, well, I would is say he a that- flat out bench or do you trot them back out? Um, I think in this case you can trot them back out, but I think you trot them back out too. Yeah. And I, and I actually have to, in some places, which is just a <laughs> symptom of the, uh, the actual defense itself or the actual offense itself or the position itself, the tight end position. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. But what I meant to say is that, um, last week, a lot of big plays for the Titans, right? Um, they put up a lot of points on the board. They did it from a large distance or with a large man named Derrick Henry or yeah. on an onside kick return to the house. So, like, a lot of those opportunities were just, like, unavailable for him. So, I think in a right. normal game, he gets a couple of those opportunities. The update on Johnny Watch that I'll give you this week is that I'm afraid he's losing the big playability that he also once had because of these other guys who are more likely to make a big play. So yeah. now he is a one-yard touchdown guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's back firmly in the in the crowd. On the team, team with the best one-yard touchdown guy in the league. I'll be Which checking actually my actually uh, makes him a good
1: one-yard touchdown guy, because... Yeah, because the attention's
0: on the other guy, the big yeah, guy. Yeah, yep. Uh, I don't know if any attention will be paid to the Lions-Bears game. This week. Mitch These watch actually. Two.
1: Mitch watch the original watch. He's back. He's That's starter. Right. Confirmed. Tom. Right. Um, yeah? Come on. We're doing boys. this.
0: The water is
1: <laughs> how could
0: you not do it, Don? Mitch <laughs> watch is back. 4% owned on ESPN. 4% owned on Yahoo. Okay. If you check the stats in week one, you will see Mitch got 20 against Detroit. And Detroit has only gotten worse since then. I think he scored like 22 fantasy points in the fourth quarter of that game. Like That was how bad it was at the beginning they are, of are one. They are so bad. And, and unfortunately in this one, they won't be getting blown out, getting the doors blown off of them, which actually has, makes me say it's time to pay up for someone who should be in a good game script finally. Hmm. Pay me what you want it. And it's not even really a payup. It's David Montgomery, sixty-two hundred on Fanduel, only fifty-five hundred on DraftKings. He went nuts last week, twenty-five point three in full PPR and a good matchup against the Packers. Sure, but this is another layup matchup. And when you have a guy who's sixty-two hundred on Fanduel and the snap share that he's getting at the running back position, he's getting a snap share comparable to like James Robinson. These are the and like Derrick Henry. That's the the level of snap percentage that he's playing. It's it's elite level for a running back. Not mm. that the production is, but in a great matchup, it should be.
1: Right. Yeah. And I this is a great, that- great, great matchup, Scott. I would have stole this one if you didn't get there first.
0: When you make the dock, you get the first choice, Tom. Yeah,
1: first to the dock. <laughs> uh,
0: I think. Down, 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 yeah. Down, 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 down. Throw the plum pick on top of this one, too, Scott, just because I don't – I just – this is way more of a plum pick than it is a scroll down. I can feel it down in my plums. No, I'd argue it's still Thank you down. very much. Oh, it's absolutely a scroll down based on price. But Well, we do the scroll down for, like, the daily guys mm-hmm. that we like, and we do the plum pick for the season long. Fringe and guys. I kind of like Darnell Mooney either way. I just think you got the whole thing with – Nagy being like oh we should be embarrassed about the way we played and and it's like okay like they're gonna come out and they're gonna try to take some big swings in this game I think and the the seemingly the guy that they try to do that with is Darnell Mooney like he gets targeted in the end zone way more he's than Anthony good. Miller and he's made some pretty good catches for them over the last few weeks, the lions stink. They just let it up to a bunch of different receivers in a bunch of different ways on Thanksgiving. I doubt they had enough time to actually improve off of that, especially because they just fired their coach and their GM. So why not Darnell Mooney? If you're looking for a guy, he's going to be in a plus game script. He's going to be in a plus matchup. What's his and price he's ignoring banner coverage. His prices on Fanduel is where I will start 5,100 there. He's $3,400 on DraftKings, I think that's a very unique price for him. Very cheap. Yes.
1: Yeah, I agree. I like Darnell Mooney. He got a lot of targets last week and, um, uh, you know, maybe Mitch I likes don't him.
0: Really Like anybody on the lions in this game. Besides, obviously you're going to play Hawkinson because he's been a top three tight end all year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if Swift comes back, it could be, he might not get a ton of touches. This isn't a great matchup. This is at Chicago. I believe Yes, this so, is in Chicago. Playing somebody at Chicago yeah, that, is never fun. That was going to be the last guy I wanted to make sure that we mentioned in this game was Swift. You know, he comes back. You're not sure if you can trust him. You're not sure how long he stays in. It's a lost season in Detroit. Week 13, you're going to play – Holiest of weeks. No. Against Chicago, I don't think – Are you that, desperate I enough? Haven't, I haven't been in a league where, like, um, you know, I I could be – I think I'm safe. I think I'll be okay. But, um, you know, if I get a turd from him, it could tank me. Yeah. So uh, I'm going David Montgomery instead. Yeah, could be some turds coming out of the Bengals Dolphins game. This was supposed to be the Joe Burrow versus Tua Tagovailoa matchup. Looking like neither quarterback will be available in this one. We know for sure that Joe no, Burrow will not. And I think this oh, is a you game Tua and Joe Burrow. I'll raise you, Brandon Allen and Brian Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I mean, at least we get Fitzpatrick. Maybe that'll be fun. Well, and it's actually that that leads me to our uh, our stream stream. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. The water is always fine in Miami. It's always warm down there. Mm -hmm. And no matter who's playing quarterback for them this week, I'm jumping in the stream. Tua is 25% on Yahoo, 29% on ESPN. Ryan Fitzmagic is 21% on Yahoo, 22% on ESPN. Yahoo waivers clear on friday morning so there's a decent chance that we get a little bit more wow. news into what's actually going to happen here mm. pay attention to that and and make this claim as late as possible in the night to try and figure it out or maybe wake up before everybody else doesn't pluck them as a free agent friday morning everybody's waking up to get to work super early have a nice productive last day of the week no, starts. you wake up 4 a.m. make your pickups <laughs> so you go to work grogging and pissed right. Well, that's that's, right. that's like, also just an
1: on. advertisement right there for why you should just have Fab with zero dollar claims.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also that. Uh, I'm well. I guess the Dolphins' defense is probably owned in. It's
1: super owned, but- and it's been great ever since we brought it up. So Scott, take another victory lap here.
0: Well, hopefully, I'll be taking another one this week. They're making Tom. a you, ton of plays. You know, I got them everywhere. <laughs> all righty. For, Wait, uh, did yeah. we
1: not get to that bitch, Miles Gaskin?
0: Oh, oh right. Oh, thank you, Tom.
1: Good another job. one, Scott. The reason why I know this is because I would have picked him, too. I think. You
0: wake up pretty early to beat me to the <laughs> dock, Tom. I was going to say people that are making their pickups at four o'clock in the morning on Friday.
1: I'll just sneak in that. I think it's a nice game script for miles Gaskin and I'll let you do the rest.
0: Well, it's just nice because you take it like, this is a perfect example of someone that we like to bring up in this light. Someone coming off injury. Who's probably a little bit devalued. He really has a chance to get fed in this game. If you remember when he played, that's the guy that Brian Flores went with. Even when Jordan Howard was a thing, Matt Breida proves he's not a thing. DeAndre Washington is clearly a backup. So I think he slots right in to that same exact role he had. And that bitch, Miles Gaskin's back, Don. Yeah, I think that's, I think you, you illustrated it perfectly. Nobody stepped up while Gaskin was out to say, besides Ahmed, who's hurt. Who's hurt. Exactly. That's the only, and like, so he tried to, but he got hurt too. So, you know, nobody can do it. Yeah. And it's a great price point advantage, like I said, because of the injury. He's 5500 on FanDuel. He's actually more. On DraftKings 5900, which is surprising. Mm -hmm. I think that's a a pretty good price to take advantage of on FanDuel. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I believe that wraps up everything for that game. We move on to Jaguars Vikings. Ooh, there's some good ones in here, Don. Yeah, there's some interesting. Let's stay in the stream. We're waiting in the water. Stream, boys. The water is fine. Are we making a QB decision this early in the episode? Oh my god, we are. We got all three, actually four quarterbacks.
1: This is going to be a tough one.
0: This is going to be a really tough one because Kirk Cousins, again, last week, put up 20 plus at home. He's done it in every single home game he's played this year. There is no way you can tell me he's not going to do it against the Jags. I am prepared to make my pick and I am picking Kirk Cousins. Why? Because the last time we picked him, I streamed him in one of my own leagues. And he did, he got me the 20 points that it was expected of him in a home game. Last week I tried it with Derek Carr. And I lost <laughs> because of so it. much. <laughs> so, because of that, I will go back to the guy who has got it done for me. Who I only ever talk about the way he gets it done, Kirk Cousins. And oh, by the way, he gets Adam Thielen back. That's no right, quarterback Tom. that we have in this stream has better offensive weapons. Dalvin cook is either going to play banged up or not play in this one. More onus on the passing game. Let's ride Kirk. And here's the thing. Like the Jags uh, Stink. The, Or I'm sorry. The Vikings defense is bad enough for the yes. Jags to kind of float around in this game. I'm going to let Tom ruminate on a decision. Cause we're going to move on to our first tight end, which is a stack with Kyle Rudolph. And I'm saying, you know what? Maybe you go ahead and you stack the entire Vikings freaking team this week. Go with their defense who's fifty-two percent on on Yahoo, forty two on ESPN. Kyle Rudolph, fifteen percent on ESPN and Yahoo, he's free for you. And he had a great week last week. Mm-hmm. If Herb Smith doesn't go, he's an interesting choice. Awesome that waivers got pushed back to Friday because those numbers may have been inflated if waivers processed Wednesday morning uh, for numbers, Kyle Rudolph. But yeah. hey, this is the game we play in twenty twenty. These numbers aren't gonna you know, be fully indicative. They're accurate today when we recorded it. So we cannot be uh we got accountable it, for it. We, we give did it what something, what we, right? Tom? We used
1: what was available to us. Sleeper did not wait to push those waivers on through. No. No. Oh, and all my leagues are on Sleeper now. I think it's very polite that these uh, platforms are waiting till Friday. Um, I think I will go with Kirk Cousins, if I can say that I would start Fitzpatrick if he plays.
0: You know, Tom, I was literally thinking the same thing. <laughs> uh, i'm telling you like i just have a, a memory of last year i'm pretty sure fitz lit the Bengals on fire in he did Sunday, with- and he he was our stream and he won us championships so i agree with you tom i think literally if, if
1: went crazy
0: to play but if he's not named the starter i think it's a no-brainer choice for Kirk.
1: yeah it was uh the only reason that fitz can't go as crazy though is because the Bengals actually played well that last time. And uh, Tyler Boyd, mm-hmm. who was someone oh, that I yeah. was tweeting about in that matchup, 30-burgered. And I think oh, they even went to overtime. Yes. Um, so that was just was a like a fantasy. Like, that was crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, when these two teams get together, that's how it was last year. This year, Miami's a little bit more defensively based, and especially if they go to a, to a quarterback, which would make me we lean toward Kirk. But mm. exactly to how it goes at the end of the week. Yep. Alrighty. We move on Colts, Texans. I have my shutdown in this one Uh, Texans coming off of a Thanksgiving game. I'm not too sold on Duke Johnson. Uh, Just spoke right over the drop. Sorry, everybody. I'm not really sold on Duke Johnson Colts run defense. They got, they got some point of pride. I think coming this week after just absolutely getting scorched by Derrick Henry, who, as some of you may want to point out, he looks a little different than Duke Johnson coming out of that backfield. Derrick Henry matchup proof. Agreed. Duke Johnson is not matchup proof. And this offense is going to be centered around Deshaun Watson now and forever more. The unfortunate thing is, I'm sorry, I'm just going on a tangent yep. about Derrick Henry. You don't know until Derrick Henry's in a blow up matchup until you're in the middle of the game and you just see the quit in the defense. Mm-hmm. It could be any defense. It can happen any week at any time. Yep. It doesn't matter who it is yes. on the other side of the ball. It always helps when it's the worst matchup. But even in a great matchup, Derrick Henry can make that defense have the quit in their eyes. Yep, absolutely.
1: Yeah. While we're on the subject, there was a report on David Johnson today. Did you guys see this? Uh, no, I did not. It's not that he's from Tom Sheffer. Yeah, it's not, it's not insane. It's somewhat uh, recent, somewhat breaking. But he started the 21-day practice window, meaning that like if he doesn't come back in these 21 days, He doesn't come back. He goes like true IR and there's no real definitive thing around it. So this is one of those weird ones where
0: he may be done for the year.
1: Yeah. Cause this is when you'd bring him back. You'd make the announcement like, Oh, he's back this week, but they're, they're not so far.
0: And when you think about what the Texans spent to get David Johnson, they really got to protect that asset. You know, (laughs) you can't play him in this matchup coming off of IR. No.
1: I wouldn't either. Uh, I've got a scroll down though, and I think it's pretty. He'll be well played.
0: We're flirting with bit territory here, Tom. I thought about I thought about him. Too. What's the bit? The bit is that we list Naheem Hines as a scroll down until it's Kikute. Q- oh, it's Kute. My bad. Oh, good, I good call though because I got Hines coming up as a plum pick. We'll get to that later. Go my ahead, bad. Yeah. Go ahead, Tom. Spoiler
1: alert. Kiki Cutie, I never say his name right. 3500 on DraftKings, 4800 on FanDuel. What a price. What a DraftKings yes. price. $3,500 for a slot receiver with Deshaun Watson after we lose Will Fuller. Granted, um, Will Fuller is not really a slot receiver, but Kiki Cutie had his best games ever without Will Fuller. So he's going to get the ball. Um, Randall Cobb, IR. Brandon Cooks, he's just... Is what he is. He's gonna hopefully. What I want them to do with Brandon Cooks is a separate subject. Is mm-hmm. give him like rushing attempts and do all the weird stuff that other teams used to do with him uh, that maybe will help out Deshaun Dreaming Jackson. Like yeah, I'd like to get him a nice push pass this week. How about a Brandon Cooks push pass touchdown from like
0: that's a good play call, Tom.
1: Yeah, from like the nine. I'd love to see that. Uh, Kiki Q T though. Push pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Kiki, he should be in fantasy lineups, and he should be in. Well, I should say, he should be in daily fantasy lineups. If you have, if you're playing full point PPR and you're desperate, you could throw Kiki in there as well.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're right. It would have to be a pretty desperate play, but he is nice. Like you said, the value is just incredible. This is a guy who's had games with double digit targets, and he can hit big plays. So. I'm a little nervous for your boy, uh, Deshaun this week. We're going to see, I mean, obviously he's my boy too. I love him, but, uh, playing against Indy, he goes Indy bears Indy without will Fuller. We're going to, we're going to have to see a full, uh, it's going to be on Watson's back entirely. Yeah. Will Fuller and Bradley Roby getting popped for performance enhancing drugs. Uh, just, I'm sure this is unrelated, but, uh, the Texans strength and conditioning coach is Brian, Brian Cushing, Cushing yeah. who had multiple <laughs> multi-game suspensions, for performance-enhancing drugs. I'm yeah. sure those two things have nothing to do with each other. The Raiders play the Jets this oh, week. Oh, dude, you said Naeem Hines. Oh, my God, I did it again. Down in my clothes. Naeem Hines. All, all for the transitions over there. That's man. right. Now I got to get back to the doc. Remember what the hell I wanted to say? That he's good? Um, He has been very good. And even last week, you know, you, you probably expected a little bit more because Jonathan Taylor was out. This guy still gets you eight catches and almost 100 total yards, so... He hasn't really overall a nice day. This is another amazing matchup. So like last week, if you were like, well, he played Green Bay and he you know, he didn't even have that great. Well, he gets another go at it. And if he's going to get that many targets, uh, I mean, maybe he doesn't in this game. But if Jonathan Taylor isn't going to play, those carries will increase. He'll still get work. And uh, again, the matchup is just too good for Naeem Hines.
1: Yeah, this is a matchup you play him in even if Jonathan Taylor plays. Like if right. Jonathan Taylor never went on the COVID list, uh, Naheem Hines still has those big names big games to his name and this is one of those matchups that you'd want to play him.
0: Definitely exactly we also had Trey Burton on the stream we love As him. usual as per usual I love Trey.
1: Burton. Yeah. If you listen to this podcast you already know why Trey Burton's on the stream we can like Probably basically skip Trey him Burton. at this point <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: And just know that I'm gonna pick him Raiders <laughs> Jets uh, We've got a couple of receiver picks on this one. I believe they're both plum picks. Yeah, actually I'm going with my plum pick here I can feel it down in my plums. And, guys, we're in the teen weeks. You know what that <laughs> means, right? Rashad Parriman returns to the dock. <laughs> Just like last year when he was going off against Tampa Bay. Rashad Parriman has played – not against Tampa With Bay. Him. For Tampa Bay. It's hard to keep track of whoever, who the hell he's playing for these days. Uh, unfortunately, he's playing for our my miserable Jets. But he has played at least 98% of snaps, 98. had over 50 yards, and has had three touchdowns over the last three games. He should have a ton of chances here. 5,900 on FanDuel, 3,900 on DraftKings. I have a team, uh, a SuperFlex team, where I got Brady, Evans, Mike Davis, Ronald Jones on bye. I might be slotting Bashad Perriman into the starting lineup. this might. Game. I can't imagine having anybody else on your roster. Yeah. It's uh, it's either four guys. I'm, it's on be- between like him and like Damian Harris, mm-hmm. but Damian Harris kind of has a good matchup. too. Okay. Uh, my point pick here is Nelson Aguilar. Uh, the Raiders got out The doors blown off against the Falcons uh, over the weekend. They stay on the East coast for this week. I just think it's going to be a week where the Raiders can obviously they're going to be able to move the ball way better. The jets, unlike the Falcons have already given up on their season. And they're just waiting until they don't have to follow these strict NFL COVID protocols uh, any longer for the off season, And I think uh, Nelson Aguilar is another pr- guy who can easily have his best game of the year against the Jets.
1: Yeah, I like both those picks. I think I like Prashad Perriman most, though.
0: Agreed. Not to poo-poo my yeah, own, own, but... Yeah, Nelson's just been a little too inconsistent with the amount of snaps that Perriman's playing. It's yes. just kind of crazy. Um, I also threw Frank Gore out there. He got 21 touches, 80 yards, and scored a touchdown last week. Uh, for 5,300 on FanDuel and 4,400 on DraftKings, you're not going to get a player that cheap that's getting that many touches. And the matchup is good this week. So it's not sexy, but it could be, could be fruitful. We love saying this more than anything probably. You could do a lot worse than Frank Gore this week. (laughs) The Jets are
1: such idiots for that, but I digress.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Darren Waller. No, just kidding. (laughs) No, we're going to actually, we're going to overall defense number 30, (laughs) the (laughs) Las Vegas Raiders playing against the Jets. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can always stream the defense that plays against the Jets, although. The Raiders' defense has looked like complete shit this year. That is true. Um, I don't. I especially after what the Falcons just did to them last week. I don't know. It's less than ten percent owned on Yahoo and ESPN. So they're they're out there. They're free. And like we said, we've been we've been beating the drum against the Jets all year. Yeah. And if you have been, if you just started the defense played against the Jets all year, probably in good shape. Yeah. And you could do a lot worse. Oh, we'll see. Another defense, I don't know if their ownership would have fit in here, but they're playing against the Giants this week, who may be without Daniel Jones. I'm talking about the Seattle Seahawks here. Uh, Seattle's defense has been playing at least a little bit better. They're actually getting sacks, although Carlos Dunlap uh, is dealing with some injury issues right now. Uh, but the Giants have to go to the West Coast to play Seattle this week. They might be without their quarterback, although who knows if that – I mean, Daniel Jones has been playing well. Yeah, we so actually I had a shutdown based off of that. I believe so, yeah.
1: Yeah, if we want to go to that game. Yeah, so that's me. Um the Seattle's defense is 53% owned on uh ESPN and if you'll give me half a second, 61% on Yahoo. So wow. fair a little bit oh, ineligible here. Good, right? Yeah, they played the Eagles last week and we recommended them actually. So uh they also had a pretty good game. The reason that I want to bring up Sterling Shepard here, his price is pretty good. So for daily like it's fine. Uh, 5,300, 5,600 um, DraftKings being the cheaper one. He is a guy that is on your team and you've been wanting to play him and you maybe haven't. And I'm thinking that you continue to not play him this week. Uh, it's tempting to play him because he's been getting so many targets and he's been, you know, playing as a receiver pretty damn well. And Let's it see, looks bro. like the Seahawks are a horrible defense against wide receivers. If you just look at the numbers, but They've gotten a lot healthier on the defensive side of the ball and they showed that versus the Eagles and the team is a little bit more equipped to play than the New York football Giants who Daniel Jones is not even a lock to be playing in this game. So when you see Sterling Shepard, who's had some good games in the past few weeks, um, going against you know green as it gets defensive choice right there, you think, oh, this is a week I should be playing him and it's not.
0: Sterling Shepard is probably the player whose floor and ceiling are the closest together in the entire <laughs> league. You know, like he's lived in a one story house. Yeah. He's either like catching he's six either... balls for 60 yards and a touchdown or six balls for 60 yards. Right. And the problem with his touchdowns is the giants have an elite goal line running back in Wayne Gallman.
1: <laughs> That's there. Somewhat I did true. It. I
0: said something nice about Wayne Gallman, <laughs> oh, but that I mean, means- he's scored. He's converted a lot of goal line touches They've gotten Evan Engram more involved over recent weeks. Like I don't see the path where, especially with Darius Slayton as their big play guy, yeah, I don't see the path where Sterling Shepard scores a you ton can't of touchdowns start him with Colt McCoy at quarterback in the holiest of weeks. Yeah, I'm with you, Tom. I agree. His That's what I'm saying. Great, and it seems safe, but not with Colt McCoy at quarterback. Yeah.
1: yeah, and he's not a guy that you have on your team that like you built the team around. You have other guys. If you're in the mix, play the other guys you got in the mix with. Don't take Agreed. the gamble because that's what it would be this week on Sterling Shepherd.
0: I, uh, I've had Megatron in fantasy football before. DK is not Megatron in fantasy football yet. <laughs> he might be better because he catches so many passes. I don't know. Ten for one seventy-seven on Monday night. That was a, a sight to behold. He dominated that game. We don't need to go too much into that, but I feel like I just sh- felt like making the joke. Yeah, yet. Schwartz was. I don't know. I don't think he was trying to be a jerk. I do. I like DK Rams Cardinals. Uh, this game being played in. Oh, we the got place. a whole lot of drops here. Let's I'm sure start, we do. Uh, let's start with the shutdowns first. I got Just play them. them all. I got two of them right here. So let's go with, um, Christian Kirk. I, I had a good stat. He's 5,800 on Fanduel, 5,200 on DraftKings. kind of in the Sterling shepherd range where like, you can't really, if you want to play him? I, I get it. But, uh, I wouldn't this week because the Rams have allowed only one wide receiver to go fifteen plus points and half PPR, and it was Debo Samuel who did it twice who so Debo Samuel is did you the hear Rams that Aaron Donald? kryptonite? Um, <laughs> nobody else plus fifteen points have PPR at the position, so Kirk's that type of big player bust guy it seems like, and uh, I don't know i just don't I just don't see it here from this week. I'm sticking with Daryl Henderson and the Rams running backs. Uh, This is, this is going off the the holiest of weeks and you can't play somebody that you just can't trust at all. And right now, not only just Daryl Henderson, who's 5,600 on FanDuel, 4,300 on DraftKings. I'm talking about the entire Rams backfield. Yeah. They're eating into each other way too much. Mm -hmm. And even though we've said all year that we think Daryl Henderson is the best, the guy had 1.9 and half PPR in back-to-back weeks. Yeah. So Even though, you know, it seems like a game where there will be a lot of points, you know, the Cardinals typically play a high paced game and score a lot of points. I'm going nowhere near that backfield and I'm going nowhere near Christian Kirk. I just think this Rams backfield, if one of those three guys were hurt going into this game, we could probably be like, yeah, you could probably get away with starting the other two, but they're all pretty healthy. And Cam Akers has looked his best all year. Yeah, And Malcolm Brown, for whatever reason, they love getting him involved in the goal line. Like. You can't trust them. If you're if you're in a position where you're fighting for a playoff spot, you are hoping that you start the Rams running back who scores. And I just feel like there's plan. other options out there for you for sure. that are a little bit safer, especially when you're going to probably need all the points that you can score in the holiest of fantasy weeks. Yes. Cardinals on the same thing. I thought. They- you, what you it? I thought the Christian Kirk stat or the Debo Samuel stat, really more accurately, is what that was is amazing. And yeah, can't start Christian Kirk. Um, me and Tom get to duke it out for which Rams receiver you get to pay up for this week. Tom's leaning toward Cooper Cup. I'm leaning toward Bob Woods, who last year in the two games against the Cardinals had 20 catches and 239 yards. So he's shown that he has the capability in the past. And speaking of the past, how about the past two weeks for Bob, where he has gone completely off? Mm-hmm. I, I I love him this year. 7100 on Fanduel. 5,900 on DraftKings. He gets you those rushing attempts. They give him those rushing attempts near the goal line too. And in a matchup where he's shown the propensity to succeed, I think it's a no-brainer.
1: I'm Team Cooper Cup this week. Uh, This is a matchup that I liked. Yeah. (laughs) This is a matchup that I liked for Jacoby Myers in the slot. And, um, you know, he got five catches 50-something yards because Cam doesn't know what he's doing. But that's actually a pretty good receiving performance coming from a guy – uh, that's getting the ball from cam lately uh, more on that later, I suppose, but uh, Cooper cup guy who avoids banner coverage. As soon as this happens, every time he goes nuts against Buffalo, 25 spot avoiding uh, white uh, Miami avoiding banner coverage, 22 spot Tampa Bay. If you want to give uh, Murphy bunting some credit 25 spot, this is where it happens for him. So Arizona, he's going to avoid banner coverage. He's going to work in the slot. Guys who have succeeded, Tyler Lockett twice, Uh, Jamison Crowder, 25 spot here. This has got 25 spot written all over it, especially in full-point PPR. I think this is your Cooper Cup week, and I've been known to know when he's going to do this stuff.
0: Very true. Scott, quick trivia question for you. Robert Woods is wide receiver blank in half PPR right now. This year, I'll say 13. 13. Nice job. (laughs) Way to go. He's two, two points behind Mike Evans, so he'll be moving up this week, as will a lot of guys who are above Evans, who's on bye. I feel like I'm the deciding voice, and I just say, why not both? If you're expecting this Rams-Cardinals well, game to be high to scoring. To be honest with you, I think, I think Tom did a really a really good job selling the stats and avoiding panic coverage, so I'm going to cheat. Uh, Bob is cheaper on DraftKings, so I would go with Bob Woods on DraftKings, and i go Cooper Cup on FanDuel. There you go. Who I think Cooper Cup is actually cheaper on FanDuel, so it kind of right. works. Yeah, Cooper
1: Cup, 6100 on DraftKings, 6600 on FanDuel.
0: Interesting. All righty. The first of the two 425 games, we got seven. Two, two 425s, two 405s. Okay. I okay. was getting there. Uh, seven, seven early, four late, pretty good split. Probably the best we're going to get for the rest of the Why'd year. I can live with that. Uh, especially because the Saturday after Christmas, there's a triple header that day. For no reason at all. They always do that. Patriots Chargers is on the docket for week 13, regardless. Uh, I have paying up for Austin Eckler now and forever more. me what you want. It. Inject last week's performance into my veins. Directly. Directly into Eckler my veins. Owner. This is an unbelievable. I mean, he had 16 targets for 11 catches after. Like, there was no easing Austin Eckler back. It, it was like, we don't know if he's going to be the bell cow. I have him in this league where, like, I really needed a W. And full PPR, he drops a no-touchdown, a almost a 30-point hammer. Mm-hmm. It's, that's the Eckler I drafted. And yes. it's nice to have him back for the stretch run. Everywhere Kudos. where I have him, I feel like, you know, I'm like, let's go. I'm yeah. ready to make the ride to the ship. Kudos place. to those of you who held on to Eckler. He gave you exactly what he deserved. And because of that, I'm rolling with him. I mean – this is not going to be an easy matchup for them at all for the Chargers at all the Patriots defense is probably get Bill Belichick notoriously very good against rookie quarterbacks. What do you do to counteract that? You get Eckler involved. You get the ball in his hands early and often, and you let him run all over this Patriots defense. And that's how I see this game going. And I think if the Chargers are going to win, and I think they will, they're going to do so with Austin Eckler going nuclear once more.
1: He's Come on, pretty here, good. Morris. The
0: water is fine. He is pretty here? good, Tom. Um, Yeah, I'm thinking maybe the Chargers defense we can oh, sneak okay. in there. Got to throw one in there that's pretty low on there, 36 on Yahoo, 32 on ESPN. And Cam has been bad. So I think that maybe you can sneak them out there, get some turnovers, and uh, Here's the thing. get a decent game. They've had nine points in a standard defensive scoring league in back-to-back weeks as well. And the Patriots don't score a lot on offense. So yeah. if you still have one of those leagues where it's that – Defensive points allowed scale. Like, even if you're, they're not allowing sacks, because it's tough to tell sometimes whether Cam gets sacked or whether he gets a run for negative one yard. Like, if you're getting those points that way, it's almost making up for the lack of sacks. And you know, Cam's going to throw a pick or someone on the Patriots is going to fumble because they do seemingly every week. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I originally had this as possibly a shootout, but no need to press the drop. I'm going to just say it's not. But i it, what I want to say is that I think Cam has a shot at being good this week, honestly.
0: Yeah, the Chargers' pass defense has been pretty bad, and they're just a a dumpster fire of a team. And yeah, planning, they need daring the owner to fire him before they the need end a of the season. Coach, but, but like,
1: yeah. what I like about a team like this sometimes is if if Cam can actually get to scrambling, they'll give him some pressure, and if he can make some things happen on his own, that's where his fantasy value comes in, anyway. Yep. So you know, I think you can get away with playing Cam this week. I'm actually going to in mm-hmm. a playoff game one week early.
0: Ballsy no. as hell. Go get them, Tommy. Eagles Packers, this is in Lambeau. The Eagles are an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah, speaking of dumpster Um, fire, can we get a a Jalen Hurts start? No, We're, we're clearly not going to. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. It's something like $45 million worth of cap hits if the Eagles get off of Wentz's contract after this year. (laughs) And then it's still like 15 the next year. So I wanted to bring up uh, Robert Tunyon here because he had a great week last week. He had a great week last week. And in normal weeks, he wouldn't even be able to be brought up here because his ownership would rise too high. But he's sitting at 61% on Yahoo and 46% on ESPN because waivers have not processed Mm -hmm. on those sites yet. Even though he had another monster game, two back-to-back games with a touchdown. You had three straight games with a touchdown earlier in the year. What more could you want from a tight end? If this guy is available, you add him and you start him for the rest of the year, I think. I have him and Evan Engram in a league. And Tom, I would love your input on this as well. Do I start both of them? I mean, both of them would have to depend on who else you have.
1: I mean, your team probably sucks then.
0: If you have to start both of them. Well, the two of you are behind (laughs) me in the standings in this league, so...
1: You're talking about. Oh, yeah, we you're talking about our main league, the main squeeze. That's right. Yeah, well, I'm oh, way ahead of you on points, there, little, buddy. Next
0: week, you have Evans on by or something. Yeah, I mean, sure, go ahead. Your right. game is
1: inconsequential because you have a lot of wins. So let me just say it: it doesn't matter.
0: Okay, fine. Thanks for the help, guys. i
1: We actually have to make, to make a
0: decision too. Um, obviously, I don't know if we can count Tanyan because of his ownership, but uh, we're you know, allowed. Um, or Trey Burton. I'll allow it. Um, but if it, I was between those three, three, I would definitely go with Tanyin again. Tanyin, Me
1: too. Tanya.
0: Kind of feel like that answers my question too. Broncos chiefs. Uh, well, like we can't go through your whole roster here. Right. To decide for <laughs> you. No, 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 not at all. Not at <laughs> in, all. A game that,
1: in a game that truly doesn't matter. It does
0: not matter. Yeah. I'm not, am <laughs> the team I'm playing is eliminated from playoff contention. Like, it's not and
1: all. you are <laughs> locked with a buy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. broncos chiefs uh hopefully <laughs> one of the three quarterbacks that were placed on the covid list will be cleared by the time this game is kicked off oh yeah drew locks on sunday night cleared. and is sent as a sacrificial lamb uh to the chiefs who will probably improve to 11 and one um chiefs d had a monster game chiefs. against them last time it was in the snow mm-hmm. but uh maybe you can ride with them i was thinking about adding them why not? Didn't yet maybe we'll we'll get them with the claims. They got a lot of playmakers on that defense. You can never count them out for a good performance, yeah. or at least a passable performance. Yeah, and you know, the, or a special
1: teams people. tug.
0: There you go. Dysfunctional, a little bit. You can't start anybody on Denver. Maybe mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon.
1: You no know offense,
0: Judy. I mean. Not in the holiest of weeks, not Judy. Yeah, it's Fant. I can see you being desperate enough. I mean, he caught one pass. Fant never scores. Play someone else other than Fant. Fant caught he he scored
1: week one and, and two. two. I think if Fant <laughs> didn't score week one and two, he wouldn't have that stink on him. If he scored like week like four and nine.
0: Oh, just because they're not spread out,
1: they've been it's been too long.
0: He's got two touchdowns, so. though.
1: He, he was hurt. He was hurt. He was hurt.
0: I want him to be good. He's always hurt, but
1: he sucks. I would play Tunyon instead. So if you're in that situation, play Tunyon.
0: I would play Kyle Rudolph instead.
1: And I am, actually. Literally. Go.
0: What 15% about Logan on. Thomas?
1: Fifteen <laughs> percent on doesn't mean he doesn't doesn't suck. Um Logan Thomas, interesting. Um, I guess he could be on there. But I this bring that is a, up
0: because the Washington Steelers is the next game.
1: Yeah, and the reason that I think he might not be on there is because this is a stinker game. I have it as a stinker.
0: I yeah, completely I'll agree. You guys there.
1: <laughs> and if so,
0: you watch any of that Steelers game against the Ravens, you know that that offense can look like shit.
1: Yeah, the Steelers are going to kind of get after them. Um, it's going to be a lot harder of a matchup for Washington than uh, Dallas was on Thanksgiving. Do you not to get off the Logan Thomas discussion, we can go back whenever you'd like, but, uh, we know, they do, do you think you sit Antonio Gibson?
0: No, you can't. Uh, you would have to have, you know, like a situation like we have in our two quarterback league where you can only play two running backs. And on the other two, we have are Derek Henry and Chubb. And it's like, are we really going to play Antonio Gibson in a bad matchup over those guys? Should You know, week. at least neutral or better matchups. We should have yeah. last week. But, uh, I can't imagine feeling like looking at a roster and saying, "Yeah, I got to sit this guy this week." No, As, aside from literally that one example, like I can't imagine there's someone else out there listening to this podcast who's like, "Yeah, I could go with, um, you know, I could go with like James Robinson, Kareem
1: uh, Hunt." That's uh, that's the struggle. This is now what we're just talking about my lineup.
0: Yeah, true.
1: <laughs> in a game that's inconsequential in the same league, me and Don have the buys yeah. locked up.
0: Guys, no one gives a shit about our leagues. <laughs> How long has it taken you guys to figure that out? Over four years now. <laughs>
1: Still haven't, <it>, really.
0: <laughs> Truly. Uh, but, yeah, so for, what, for the Steelers, I mean, this, you'd like to think that they can kind of get the stank off, but this Washington defense has been playing pretty well all yeah, year and keeping you know games that shouldn't be closed, closed all year. So, Tom, I think this is a great call on a stinker. If you're hesitant at all about any of the Steelers wide receivers and you've got a couple other good options, I'd say go for it. It's tough to get to sit Deontay, even That's though he so had tough. a bad game. The dude gets absolutely peppered mm-hmm. with targets. So um, it's risky because, he, you know, he can leave the game with an injury, but he you know, hasn't done that like so long. He's though. fine. And uh, in those instances, you know, if he's getting 15 targets, you gotta plan. If he starts and finishes a game, he gets ten targets. Gotta, it's a lot. You gotta plan, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm finally off of that bit. I'll miss it. <laughs> well, he's not, but not He's not. We had a good run. We did. <laughs> Bills 49ers in the second game that will be played at the Cardinals home field this weekend, as the 49ers are playing the next two home games. This week and next in hope they got some sturdy Arizona. turf over there, Don. You got to hope so. Hopefully we don't have any like. Other- boys. The water is fine. Uh, the Bills defense here. 53% on Yahoo, 51 on ESPN. Uh, they haven't been in, uh, an incredible defense this year. Nope. But they've been playing better of late. And the 49ers, you know, this is a team that can turn the ball over. And this is a team that is currently not really scoring a lot of points. So you want to talk about your points allowed type leagues. Um, I could see the bills churning in a pretty decent performance this week. Uh, It leaves us to our decision. Um, We got four options between the the Raiders, the Vikings, the Bills, and the Chargers. I go Vikings here. Vikings. Yeah, okay. Two on the Vikings, that works for me. I I like the Vikings as well this week. Um, But our deep one, uh, just to, to keep in mind, if the Vikings are owned in your league, Chargers, the Raiders play the Jets and they yeah, are the 9% Raiders. owned on Yahoo and 4% on ESPN. So if you really are desperate, they got to be out there for you. And I think imagine just being points. the person who was like, oh, let me double dip with the Raiders. They get the Falcons and Jets back to back. Yeah, they went. Ne- I'm sure they went I added, negative. I added the Raiders defense preemptively in our dynasty league oh. because everyone has like two or three defenses. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm picking up the Raiders to play the Jets next week. All right. But well. I didn't play in this week. I oh, had another, thank God. Yeah, I had another. I had Tom beat me, but it's okay. Brandon Ayuk coming back for the Niners in this one. Do we start him? Um, he's been great when he's played. I don't
1: know. It's tough. I don't know either. He's played a lot without I Debo. The,
0: I think this might be the second game all year that they have Ayuk and Debo active. Yeah, I saw an interview with Kyle Shanahan. He's like, I'm just so happy to get those two like on the field together. They bring like a level of physicality to their offense because they do. Those they're guys the same are, guy. They're tough. You know, yeah. they're both tough guys. And uh, they can be used in a similar way, as you've seen, because D- or Ayuk was able to slot right in for Debo almost seamlessly. But mm-hmm. um, obviously the, the, the upside for Debo is a lot higher. Yeah. Cowboys Ravens. This was, I believe, meant to be the Thursday night game. It is now the Tuesday night game, the second Tuesday night game that we'll get this year. Hopefully the last, but you never know. Hopefully and, uh, uh, Zeke can get his shit together. I mean, he did, right? He looked. Oh wait, no, he didn't. He looked no. horrible on Thanksgiving. I apologize. Terrible. Yep. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Where were you? Too much. Don. Drink? That was
1: either really good acting or. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sincerely, it was great acting, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I wanted but to recommend. got thirty
0: yards in a fumble. Yeah, <laughs> he was brutal absolutely but um yeah and it's gonna be tough sledding again for him this week uh you saw the, you saw like you you said you saw the Steelers receivers struggle uh so even the the Cowboys receivers I know Amari Cooper played great last week and I even plug picked him last week as well but uh I'm not too interested in him this week it all depends on how often the Ravens are allowed to practice I think is Lamar gonna play there's a lot a lot in in the air Um, Mark Andrews we don't know Could yeah, we could have Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins back. So if that happens, you probably can't start Gus Edwards, even though he didn't really. They'll be back. back Steelers, you guys picking up Trace McSorley in your two QB leagues? Well, he did get my
1: boy off on the right foot. If you want to give me the plum drop.
0: Oh yeah, we got to sneak it in right before the end. Uh, Hold on, let me get there, Tom. Don't worry, I'm getting there. Here we go. I can feel it down in my plums.
1: And that's uh Hollywood Brown, folks. That's right. You're gonna There's look at
0: blunt. me. And say, there ever was one. You're an
1: idiot. And I'm gonna say, hey, I already brought up this dream stretch here that he's got. And you know what? A lot of the time you wanna see someone do it once. Do you wanna that see was, them do it once with the third L. string quarterback? Uh, you want the third string quarterback, you know
0: Don't <laughs> sell people on this crap. <laughs> Oh, it's fluky
1: as hell. Hollywood Brown, seventy-yard touchdown. He did what he was supposed to do in week twelve. Now comes the 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 beauty stretch. Dallas, Cleveland, Jacksonville, Giants, and if you play week seventeen, Cincinnati. <laughs> oh
0: boy, here we
1: go. And here's no. my here's my defense. You know, if he didn't play. Kansas City, Washington, Cincinnati, uh, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, (laughs) Indy, uh, Patriots, it would be, you know, you'd be like, oh, those are tough matchups. So he's just getting the good ones in the very, very beginning and the good ones at the very, very end, folks. Hollywood Brown doesn't have a price in DraftKings or FanDuel because they don't really know when he's going to play. And it's priceless season on Hollywood Brown. He is... uh, he is without price, and he will be plenty nice. I believe down the stretch will I start him? Probably not. But <laughs> if, what an endorsement! If you're going to desperately try to not lose your league, this is a guy who can take you right out of that losers bracket and into fifth or sixth place.
0: And all you need <laughs> is a ticket to the dance to boogie.
1: Yeah, maybe I I might start him. By the way,
0: he had 16 points this week, and he had. Uh, 14, 14 on one play. He had 14 points the four weeks combined. before All game. counts yeah, the he's same.
1: He's not- good. He's <laughs> good. Oh. All right. Uh, if hope, if you want me to make, those make those those up guys, a stat to help out, you know, maybe Mark Andrews isn't going to play. He's type one diabetes, COVID positive. Lamar Jackson's second favorite target is Hollywood Brown, debatably. And. Devin
0: Divern- <laughs> highly debatable. <laughs>
1: And he's going to win a championship for you now.
0: That's right. Hollywood Brown, glowing endorsement for league winner. Priceless. I hope this week. Makes us see it. He won't. won't. <laughs> I just keep thinking of, like, the MasterCard commercials. Hollywood priceless. Hollywood Brown, going off in your fantasy football team. Priceless.
1: Priceless. I just for so <laughs> a waiver claim on late. Hollywood Brown, $1. Winning your championship, <laughs> priceless. That's it, Tom.
0: I keep thinking like since this game got moved from November to December, it's now Marquise Brown's December to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Visit your local Lexus dealer today. Uh, don't do that. Visit us on Twitter and Instagram at rutsff for more hijinks and COVID updates. It's pretty much all we got. We're a two trick pony at this point in the season, but you guys know the drill. Uh, we will see everybody on Tuesday to recap week 13 and get you all ready for the fantasy football playoffs. <laughs> more or less they are starting next week and we could not be more excited. Best of luck to you all. Hit us up on Twitter at rotsff with your start sit recommendations and uh, we'll help you get there. Or at least we'll try. We always go down swinging. Keep scoring. <laughs>